Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Your home for college football Saturdays is live from Dino's Pub for Honks Talk Postgame. Powered by your Northwest Chevy dealers. Log on to ChevyNW.com for the dealer nearest you. Now it's time for the Honks on Seattle Sports Radio 950. KJR. Saturday night right here on 950 KJR. Softy Dick and Hugh. Husky Honks are on the air. Live from Dino's and Renton. Honk Talk postgame brought to you by your Northwest Chevy dealer. Log on to NW.com for the Chevy dealer nearest you. That's ChevyNW.com. Utah may want to find a hospital nearest them because their offense got punished tonight by the Husky defense. A 21-7 victory for UW this evening. Uh, a game that saw the Huskies have plenty of struggles in the passing game, but the running game showed up for the first time this year. Miles Gaskin, a big game. He ties Chris Polk for most 100-yard games all time with 21 in the history of Washington football. I'm not sure if there's one defensive player on this football team that did not deliver at least one big-time hit tonight in this game as the Dogs walk away with a 21-7 victory, three in a row now, guys, for Chris Peterson over Kyle Whittingham in this series with Utah. Well, seven points pretty much explains the whole thing. I mean, when you hold the team to one touchdown, and uh, I just thought the hitting was incredible by the defensive uh, team, but, uh, you know, Jojo Mack, boy, he brought it a number of times. Uh, then we got the we won the turnover battle. Yeah. We did not win the kicking game, <laughs> right, know, right. but we did win the turnover battle, and that that's a significant thing. But we ran the football, and we kept giving it to our workhorse. And that kid is, uh, you know, he just he takes it as it comes. But uh, Miles Gaskin is just absolutely goes down as one of the greatest running backs ever in the history of the school, and he's yeah. starting to show his his stuff right now. I mean, I, I thought he had a wonderful game, and uh, obviously the defense played well when you only give up one touchdown yeah. and they were down there. I mean, that that's that's championship ball right there. I mean, yeah. when yeah. you can run the football and play that kind of defense, we'll get the punter back, I hope. I hope you know, so, too. Joel, Joel Whitford. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, uh, but, you know, the, people were uh, concerned about, you know, that's the way race kicks. He's a he's a line he's a bounce kicker, and he's the backup. So I mean we're playing with who we got. You know that's that's that was frustrating. The most frustrating thing for me was in the kicking game. Wow. Okay. Well, I think Washington offensively was just kind of okay. I th- uh, clearly, the running game was uh, was far superior to the passing game. I, I thought uh, a couple things. The right side of the line was getting a lot of surge in particular, and, and I think that they attacked the right side. They had a lot of ghost motion to hold the, right, the, uh, hold the defenders. The side, yeah. and, and then also when they had tight ends, they had uh, tight ends coming back to, to block the and seal the backside. Because we talked about that in the pregame, how they'll bring that yep. weak side guy all the time, yep. and we sealed that back. Yeah, we sealed, we, uh, sealed that up. Offensively, I, I think uh, uh, as far as the passing game, you know, Jake Browning to... 
you know, to be at 155 yards and under 60%, yeah. uh, uh, just a touchdown, you know, the kind of the brutal interception. I, I think the passing game remains a work in progress. Boy, uh, didn't Bacelli do a nice job, though. That's two years he, in a row. Andre Bacelli's been one of the best players on the field against Utah. Yeah, that, 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 his uh, comeback that, routes kept us alive. Well, the boot routes off the boot, uh, uh, you know, teams have to decide whether they want to run a corner out or a comeback. And Washington tonight was running the comebacks, and they they had three or four completions out of that. And and first and that downs, really yeah, yeah, you first downs every time. Uh, but uh, I think that the overriding story for me, uh, and we talked about it in the pregame, uh, I just think that that. That quarterback for Utah is not very is good. so appallingly bad, and they won't catch his ball and, even uh, when he puts it in there. That's well, but, but, the deal. but hang on, all the hospital balls he's throwing—it's mm. it's no wonder that they have so many drops. Those receivers have zero trust in him. You're going to get a lot of drops when you have that kind of poor read. I mean, but you saw Greasy by the end of the telecast. He says, "Look, he's just holding the ball. He's throwing it out there late. Yeah. He's serving these guys up." I mean, yeah. Greasy finally—you know—he's. He's paid to be an objective network analyst, you know, and, and so it's a different enterprise than us. We get to <laughs> we get to we get to editorialize anymore. That guy's ter- that guy's awful. Yeah, and, and yeah. even in his rushing, you know, he had the twenty eight yarder. That was a, that was a great scamper by by Tyler Huntley. But in in total, this is a a a, a rushing quarterback. He he gained fifty four yards rushing, but twenty eight of them one were on one were, play. Yeah, so so he had. He had 36 yards on the other 10 attempts, so that's manageable. So, you, so you, you you give yourself probably a an A minus or a B plus in terms of stopping him on the run, but it, it's it's an A plus in terms of stopping him in the passing game. And and from the Utah perspective, it's an F. It's right. an F. So so uh, that to me is not only he can't throw, that's but the they takeaway. can't catch. <laughs> that, that's the takeaway. If I happen to remember this game two years from now, yeah, yeah, what I'll remember will be Gaskin, seven points, <laughs> and I'll re- and I'll remember that dude Huntley. I'll probably forget his name, but I'll remember. I'll, I will remember how bad he was. Remember how we felt watching the Arizona game? They went to overtime two years ago with Brandon Dawkins. Remember yeah. him at quarterback? Yeah. How that guy couldn't throw the yeah. game. And I'm thinking to myself at points during this game, especially at halftime. That this guy can't throw like Dawkins couldn't throw, and they're gonna hang it. They're gonna hang around. They're gonna make this a football game because of mistakes that the offense is making. And there's a million things you can take away. I mean, obviously, hey, they're a pretty good defensive team now. Don't don't. No, they are. But there were some unforced errors to force to to steal a tennis term in this game by the Husky offense. I mean, Miles Gaskin. First of all, you guys mentioned it. He was phenomenal today. Some of those runs late in the game where he was just diving and crawling towards the first down sure. marker. Inbound. He ends up with 30 carries for 143 yards, yeah, five I yards of carry and I a touchdown. It. When he carries the ball 25 times yeah. or more, we win. He's going to go down as discussion. one of the greats in the history of Husky football. You had the two ejections by Utah players, which we'll talk about, the turnovers by Utah that we can talk about. And then, I mean, look, obviously you take the win any way you can damn well get it. Okay, right. This is a gigantic win for UW. And the Pac-12, by the way, needs it because right now the Pac-12 just looks awful. USC got blasted by Texas today. Arizona State right now, early in the fourth quarter, is losing to Good. San Diego State. We got them next after week. After knocking off Michigan State last week at home. So this conference is starting to implode from the inside out. To hell with the conference. But, Let's just keep winning. But if this thing is going to go where we want it to go, they're going to have to get better quarterback play and a better passing game. And I asked you, Hugh, during the game today, during a break, can you explain to me 
what Jake Browning was thinking on that interception that he threw to that defensive tackle who almost ran that thing back for a pick six. Do the impossible and take us into Browning's brain, please. Well, how about I, I, take it into the brain of the guy that's running along with the ball and then just drops oh, it, right, right, and then they don't right. get in the end zone. I right. love it. Well, well, it's the, just and, and, perfect. And the ball ended up at the 11-yard line. I know. Those are the toughest 11 yards. And, 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 <laughs> and, and what, right, right when, when they put it at the 11, we just said there's no way they're getting the end zone right. with that quarterback. You said that. He did say he said there's no way they score. There's no way they score. That quarterback, he's got a guy wide open to his left at the goal line. That The guy jumped about 15 feet in the air, and it was still 10 feet over his head. Manu and then he hits, on a trampoline could not catch that Manu ball. No, no, Manu Bowl standing on top of Wilt Chamberlain, right. standing on top of oh, Yao Ming could not that catch that painful. ball. It was painful. Okay? It, it was painful. I mean, guys. This hey, hey, it's great. He, he had, played for them. We had, won the game. <laughs> he, he had a he had 138 yards on 38 attempts. He had 3.6 yards per attempt. Uh, yeah, yeah. At any rate, but getting back to the the interception, I mean, that's obviously. I I don't even want to know how that's going to go in film study. Uh, when when they look at that, I would just say this to try and explain. He's trying to give ground. He's probably conscious. Hey, get out of the pocket so that you can. Get it to the line of scrimmage. If you're in the pocket, there's a different standard for for grounding. So he's probably trying to retreat, and he feels like he has enough space. But those defensive guys close when you're backpedaling. Right, right. Now, if you're Deion Sanders and you're backpedaling, you can you can create some ground. Or or let's bring it to home. Byron Murphy can backpedal oh. and gain some ground. He, but he, he had a hell Jake of a Browning game. can't backpedal. Right. And so uh, it's inexplicable. It's a, it's a it's a colossal. Lapse in judgment by a very, very experienced quarterback. But, yeah, um, yeah. but it's a win. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that anybody. Hey, we had the best football, quarter. He was the best quarterback on the field sure, today. But, <laughs> a football neophyte could, no could just say, how on the heck do you explain that? And he probably would be the best quarterback for the next two weeks when you got Manny Wilkins and Mangum, and then you go to Oregon I'm fine and face with Herbert. That. Yeah. I'm fine with well, that. Look, Herbert will be hurt by There's then. one thing that we know for sure that I think we can all agree on. If you guys disagree, please tell me. This defense is badass. This defense can play with any football team. Boy, in the they country. sure close on the ball. Oh, my they? God. Yeah, Man, dude. and they will put the shoulder. They turn the head and put the shoulder. The other yeah. team led with their head. How many ice packs is that Utah trainer going to be giving out tonight for kids to take home when they get Get out of that locker room after that game tonight. They felt that game, Hugh. Oh my well, god. Well they did, but but how many of those were, you know, I I I came into the game praising Zach Moss. Yeah. And he ends up at what four point eight yards per attempt or right. was it a little over five? I I I didn't think that they they five point two. Five point two thirteen for sixty seven. I don't know. Didn't I give just, the guy the ball I, I think enough. that he should have carried the football. I agree. Ball. So I when agree. you're talking about the physicality that kid could take those hits. I understand he was in and out with the ankle issues and, sure. and what have you, and that may have, uh, well, it certainly contributed some. May have it may have contributed to a great extent. Yeah. But I think that this this Hunley kid is is, yeah, he can't read coverages, and so he's throwing guys <laughs> into coverage, into yeah. zone coverage, and and it's like it, it's it's just like sharks waiting for. For for niblets, I mean, I, I I don't even know how to explain it. You know, I mean, I don't understand what's happened to Kyle Whittingham. I mean, has he lost his mind? No. Last year against us, he calls the timeout late in the fourth quarter, which inexplicably gave the Huskies a second yeah. shot to win that game. Then today, 
at the end of the first half. Yes. He, he lets this guy throw a ball down the field, a deep ball, when he's in range with the best kicker in the conference, and it gets picked off. He had three points guaranteed sitting on the table, <laughs> and he gave it away by letting the guy that can't throw throw the ball. What's he thinking? Well, whatever. It's good for us. Totally man. great for us. <laughs> but in some ways, I feel like, I, I don't know why, what... I want to win the game fair and square, and I kind of feel like they handed us a couple of situations there. It's like cheapened almost. It's ridiculous. Well, why do I feel like that? I should yeah. feel like that. Well, they 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 bore the mark of a bad football team. Oh my I'm god, Utah now, and, but coaching it's, too. It, like, it, it's it's Washington's duty. This we're, we're, we're the Husky perspective. You go down to, into a difficult environment, and they do have some dudes on defense. No now. doubt, you know, you know two and, got kicked out of the game. <laughs> yeah, and another got hurt. So. And 13 was really going into the game. I thought he was one of their best defenders. You're talking about Bla Blair, the yeah. safety? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Marquise yeah. Blair. He's the guy who got kicked out for the targeting on Gaskin, which I'm sitting next to Hugh during the entire game. Which he's, he's fine. He can play well, in yeah. the next game, but right. the, next, the other guy Has to can't. miss the first half. So I'm sitting next to this guy, and he, he's more pissed off about football being set back 50 years than he is anything else. You oh, got 50 years ago, that would have been good football. Marquise Blair... Uh, gets kicked out. 5.31 to go second quarter for a helmet-to-helmet a, a helmet yeah, hit yeah, on Gaskin. Uh, and then, uh, what's the guy's name? Le Lecky Fotu Is gets that, kicked out. And he's their best defensive lineman. On, on the roughing the passer call there on Jake Browning that wiped away an interception, by the way, that led to a touchdown by Ty Jones. So two calls that, if, 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 if those calls are against UW, we're on the air right now, and we're throwing a fit. It's JoJo McIntosh or Taylor. We Rapp are got, throwing a yeah, fit because. But we led with our shoulders. But when you lead with your shoulders, you also lead with your head. No, you don't. Yes, you do. They were Dick. turning their head. They came in, and you could see them turn their head no, to the I, side. I, I agree, and that, that's why but, they didn't get called. No, I understand on the, on those, but we also I understand, and I know the plays you're talking about. And when Taylor Rapp uh, or, uh, or Byron Murphy, when he dropped, he for sure turned his head to the side. That's not my point. What I'm saying is that there are, I could put together a tape of scores, hundreds of plays between the tackles where guys, running backs drop their head, Miles Gaskin drops his head, and safeties drop their head. They may be trying to have the intent to hit with their shoulder, but they're keeping their head up. And if a guy wiggles at the last second, I'm going to quote Tony hey, wait, Dungy. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. These calls went our way. What I are you bitching about? I, well... I'm not. I'm not bitching. <laughs> I, mean, I, I think man. it's enfeebling the game. I hate the calls. And if it was happened to to, to JoJo McIntosh and he got ejected, and if it happened to Greg Gaines, right. there's also the term forceful. The force on the in fact on the he hit, got ejected last but year. But on, on the second one, on the second one where Browning got hit, the force that his body experienced was the first guy who hit him in the in the rib cage, which was totally clean. The next and, guy and the came helmet, with his head. But the helmet barely touched him. Face that mask. is not forceful. That is incidental. And if that happened to Washington and Greg Gaines was ejected and JoJo McIntosh, I'd be outraged. And so yeah. I am outraged at the enfeebling of the game. Am I happy that it benefited Washington? Of course. Those were pivotal plays. But so so are we talking about topic A? Let's let's throw a parade that it benefited Washington, or are we talking about topic B, the state of football in 2018? We're talking about A. We won. Okay. Then <laughs> you tell me the topic. You tell me the That's topic. That's it. If we're man. talking about topic A, hallelujah. Yeah, there you go. That's what we're talking about. We won. Let's throw yeah. every Utah Ute out of the game. That's great. good. It's good That's for good. Washington. That's fine as That's long great. as we win. Let's play, oh, let's play flag football and throw every Utah player out of there. Yeah. Let's well, do that. they only threw two. 
<laughs> and one guy got hurt. And, yeah. they, and they were both really good players. That's a starting senior safety and a starting junior Just defense. I, I like that. I like that a lot. I, that I they throw them out? Yeah, throw them out. Yeah. Get him don't out you want to win the game fair and square? No. Okay. I just want to win the <laughs> game. For a moment. It's the, How about this? The purpose of the game is to win. Listen, okay. Listen. You play to win the game. Exactly. Right. Thank yeah. you. And we, we better beat that guy next week. Yeah. On Tuesday, <laughs> if we would have been told, uh, hey, you're going to win 21-7. to Miles Gaskin's going to go off. You're gonna hit hit like band like like trucks, love for, it for for sixty minutes, and you're you gonna win twenty one to seven. Hell yes, where's a pen? <laughs> I get that part. I'm just taking. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take five the seconds. The state of the game. I'm gonna have to ask every Husky like. fan. Truly, how would you feel if McIntosh and Greg Gaines? You'd be got pissed. That's all I'm saying. You'd be pissed. We all know that. We'd yeah. all be pissed. Yeah, we, we were pissed last year when JoJo and, got kicked out of the Utah game. And by the way, you lost the game. He'd be mad, it, it, very mad. It, 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 I'd be even more pissed that my quarterback can't throw the ball. That well, guy's better off throwing that football talk, with his foot about, than his arm. Uh, uh, hey, 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 hey. Uh, we won the game, guys. We won the game. What are we arguing I, about? You no, know? No. I don't care about the state of the game. We won the game. That's what it's all about. And I'm happy. Yeah. Ah, to hell with them. Well, you know, they deserve to have those bad calls. <laughs> <laughs> you know why? You know why? Because they're all 40 years old. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they got five kids each. You know? God. Get five out of here. Yeah, and wives. Go watch it. Go don't That's go there. That's BYU. We got them in two <laughs> oh, weeks, right, by the way. Right. Yeah, yeah. We got them in two weeks. Every 40-year-old college football player is going to come through the Husky schedule oh, this year. Geez. Oh, my mm. God. Well, this defense, again, man, I mean, I, I just... It's great. I, you could feel it. I mean, JoJo McIntosh, Byron Murphy, Taylor Rapp, Greg Gaines, B- Ben Burke, Curvin. Every level is defense. Hunter Bryant. Hunter up. Bryant's so smart. Miles Bryant. Miles, Miles Bryant. Miles Bryant. Yeah. Miles Bryant. Yeah. I mean, he is yeah. so smart. Yeah. I mean, that kid makes he makes heady plays after right. heady plays all right. the time. Right. He's right on it. I mean, when they opened the game with that little stuff out in the flat, and we had two guys. <laughs> Right there. I mean, I like it. I mean, we're playing good defense. That's how you win football games. Run the ball. We finally figured that out after three games. Maybe we'll keep doing it. And Jake will get better. Wait a minute. Were you questioning the play calling up until tonight? Yes, I was. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Mark this oh, down. 1040, September 15th. Question. Bared questions, play calling. No way. I heard it. No you way. heard it. No way. Just keep running the ball. <laughs> you know, in, in youth football, I, I remember just thinking, going into a game, I could literally get a sense for the, 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 uh, how the game was going to go, often in the first play, and, and, and often literally by the third, because you just see how, you, how the line of scrimmage moves. You just see how does the line of scrimmage move on the first play of the game. And I had that That's feeling. why when we played Auburn, I when went, they whoa. Had, when, they had, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When, when Washington hand the ball to Miles Gaskin on that first, and I just saw how, how big the holes were immediately and how much movement there was on that right side. Behind McGarry yeah. and Kirkland. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah that's right. what I'm saying. Yep. But, you know, you, 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 your Trey Adams is gone. And McGarry, to me, you know, I said before Trey Adams hurt, I said, don't, don't sleep on Caleb McGarry. This guy might have a longer career in the NFL than Trey Adams. And, uh, and, and uh, you know, clearly the best bookend tackles, the only possible challenge to that would be the 91 team. But, but with those guys, so, okay, where are we now? You don't have Trey Adams, but you still have McGarry. Right. So you might and, as well run to the right. <laughs> and, and, uh, well, and, and, 
we not, ran a lot of plays today that we did not show. Run, last run week. wise. Run wise. Right. I mean, yeah. uh, the stuff you were talking about of the the tight end coming across the uh, the little bit looked like a counter play, but a little bend play. Yeah, a little yeah. bend play. play yeah. And we did a lot of quick stuff to the outside. I mean, there were, I I thought they came in with a good game plan and it was conservative. And you know, say what you want about Jake, he just keeps winning games. He'll be the all-time winningest quarterback. Of course, he's the only guy that started sure. for four years. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, the, the bottom line is he just wins games, and that was a big win. You go on the road down there and win in that house, that's a big deal. I, of course, seven points total by their offense. Right. And there's right. your game right there. I, I think Jake was solid, and, and I think that when you win, you, he deserves that you highlight the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not feeling like... Boy, this is a well-oiled, you know. Well, let's get well-oiled by next week. Huh? Yeah. Synergy yeah. offense. Yeah, hey, I guarantee I, you Chris Peterson's not going to be happy with a lot of aspects of this football game. No question. They, they put up 600 yards. You never are, Dave. 45, right, because you have to fine-tune everything. You have exactly. to correct the negative. There's no reason to worry about the positive because it's already positive. Right? Well, you got to fix the bad. But you think about the positive because that's what the game's all about. Can they can yeah. they can they win this conference with the kind of passing game? The they hell have with that! Win next week against Arizona State. What are you asking those kind of questions for? I suppose you want to start talking about the playoffs. Oh, that's a reasonable playoffs. Question. Hell, that's a reasonable. Win question. the next game. No, win the Arizona State game, and then it'll just then we'll worry about the whatever comes after that. Okay, is it a is it a fair topic right now? No, in the midst of the joy <laughs> and the jubilation, <laughs> to take a moment and, and assess the pa- passing game. Is that is that fair? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. What was his what was his stats? Jake Browning. Stats are for losers, by the way. Uh, Browning was tonight, blah, blah, blah. 14 for 24, 58 percent, 155 yards total. Okay. One touchdown and one interception. One touchdown. And you know, we won last year with him in a very pedestrian. He averaged six point four yards per throw tonight. How good is Utah's secondary? How good is Utah's defense? Stats don't always tell everything, but I I think tonight. The, st- the stats kind of tell you about what your eyes saw. Right. And, and, right. and it, was, it was good enough to win. Here's the, here's the concern I've got. It. Was there a bit of a blueprint, Dick? You're a former defensive coach. You're a former quarterback. Hey, how about that? That's pretty uh, – that, that, that kind of yeah. works out here. Was there a bit of a blueprint provided by Utah's defense for defensive coordinators down the road? Come after this guy. Pressure them. Blitz the hell out well, of him. Th- Get in his face, especially from his right side, I'm, by the I'm way. Sorry and he's going to panic. I'm sorry I hadn't, didn't bring it up, but that's exactly what they did. Yeah, Utah's motif. I mean, they go through things and they play along, and then when it really gets crunch time, they come with heat. Right. They did it against us last year. They did it in their games this year in the second half or or. When they they really needed, they turned up the the heat and started bringing the guys. I was worried about the outside edge pressure, but they brought a lot of stuff up the inside. Well, they did, too. but they also brought they they brought edge pressure off the slot. Like, yes, that's different than the ends. When you when you when you draw it out on a whiteboard, you have the ends accounted for. When the guys come off the slot, then that's a whole other challenge, either for the uh, the running back or the receivers if they have to be hot if you, sometimes you have a built-in hot route in the pass route so nobody has to break off the the routes but uh, that got him that, that 
Ooh. sequence where Washington near the end of the second quarter, the the second quarter. So they get the grounding call. They get the incomplete versus the blitz. They get the Gaskin screenplay so, that went from minus 12. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they went from first and 10 from the 16 to fourth and 38 from the 44. What the hell was that all about? Well, they wanted to punt. <laughs> really? Is that what they call it? Punt on three. <laughs> what was that? Well, they, they did a real poor job of having a, a plan right in that moment to handle those blisses. Right. They, yep. they didn't expect that, and, and they had massive penetration. They had nowhere to go with the ball. They didn't get guys blocked, and they didn't have yep. an outlet. Yep. He had a retreating quarterback that was taking grounding calls and taking... If I'm not mistaken, sacks I think our sacks were off of blitzes, too. Uh, Taylor Rapp. Yeah, yeah, he had one. Well, Benning had a game. I mean, Benning knocks down a ball early yeah. in the game, and then people are bitching about the no horse collar call on Benning Potoai. The reason why there was no horse collar call is because it was inside the, the tackle box. Yeah. That's why. There's no, there's no horse collar inside the box. So I don't know if the announcers mentioned that. There were some thoughts on Twitter that maybe the Huskies got away with one. No, they did not. That call was perfectly called by the officials. So overall, you feel good about the win? Where do you kind of feel? What's your thought on this team moving forward out of this game tonight? Well, I think you feel great about the defense because all you can do is defend the offense that's laid before you. So to sit here and, and uh, uh, make inferences that they would have struggled against a better quarterback, that's absurd. They yeah. played lights out. They played great, great defense. They played physical. And, they, you know, they, they took a running back that I thought was really good. Top oh, yeah. shelf I running back. I think he's back. a good back. He looks and, like it too, doesn't he? Wow. Well, yeah, and, and he had ankle injuries, but, but they bottled him up. They, they devastated the passing attack. Uh, so the defense is, is an A-plus, in my opinion, tonight. But the kicking uh, game? Uh, the punt. kicking. Well, one thing I, I think, with their I think we ought to um, yeah. make note, that, that punter is not mishitting those punts. They want That's him to do that. Doing. Right, wrong, or indifferent. Right. That's whether, what Peterson whether you, wants. Whether you, want, whether you agree with Chris Peterson or not. He wants it. The fact is this. That's how they practice it. That's how they, they execute. They want a roller. They want a high school punt. A lot of times it's maddening because a, a, a high school punter will try and kick it up in the air and get hang time. He'll miss hit it so bad, and it'll just squibble on the ground, and you can't set up your return. You, everybody's yelling, Peter, Peter, get away from it. And all of a sudden, the guy has a 42-yard punt with no return, and you're going, what the heck? Yeah, he only but, punted at 15 but, yards. But when Covey picked it up off the bounce... He got 20 yards on a return. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that, that's, that's, that's. You got to not let him do yeah, that. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, but I, I was hoping he would start kicking the ball out of bounds. I'm not saying know, he did it so effectively. So that Covey doesn't yeah, have any great point. chance. Yeah, why not? I, I just want to clear up for any fan that thinks that the, the intent of that ball is to get up in the air. Right. Like you see a lot of rugby punters do. No, the intent of that is to squib it and make it difficult for yeah. the return. Well, he's also your backup. Whitford's yep. banged up. Right. I think you're right that maybe they start kicking those things out of bounds. But, you know, when the ball is actually fielded by the return man, the problem is the punt coverage. Right. But that's two weeks in a row where punt returns really hurt us. Right. I mean, right. not, not last week, but the week before against Auburn. Against Auburn, correct. They, they ran. They, they ran scored a touchdown and, off one right. that gave them the ball no, inside the 40. Yeah. So that's, that's what I'm saying. I mean, if you, don't, if you don't give Auburn that field position, you may have won the damn game. 
That that led to a touchdown. Absolutely. By the big guy, the long hair in the corner, where yep. Sal, whatever the hell his name was, right. guy from the Bronx. Yep. So that stuff drives you crazy, and, and you got to assume these guys are going to play some close games here down the stretch. Well, actually, they can't afford this nonsense. Actually, this was a close game. Sure, except sure. We, we we got out. It, it was a three to one game, right? Right. Turnovers. Turnovers is yeah, what it was. Right. They had three. We had one. Yeah. Right? We got three touchdowns and they had one. So no, it's a let's, three to one game. Let's do this. We'll come back at a bunch of your calls. Uh, we got a bunch of calls on hold, obviously, already at 286-9595 and 800-829-0950. Uh, we'll check all the scores. Uh, lots of activity right now in the conference, and it's not good for the Pac-12. Arizona State is losing in the fourth quarter, down by six to San Diego State. USC just gets clocked by Texas today. What was the score? In Austin. Pounded uh, by Austin, as a matter of fact. you got to wonder about Clay Helton's future after this game. Uh, the final in that game was, bear with me, Texas 37, USC 14. How about that? Killed in Austin. So not a good day for the Pac-12, but as you said, the hell with it, man. Just keep winning you games. Keep winning Take around. care of your own Take, business. Exactly. Huskies win it 21-7. to uh, We're on the air live from Dino's and Renton. Hong Talk postgame brought to you by your Northwest Chevy dealer and the Chevy Colorado with an available 2.8 liter Duramax turbo diesel that offers the best fuel economy in its class or a 3.2 liter V6 with a class leading 308 horsepower. See your Northwest Chevy dealer today. Huskies will see themselves to a win 21-7 over Utah. We'll get to your phone calls live from Dino's and Renton right here on 950 KJR. Now back to Dino's Pub and Renton for Honk's Talk Postgame, brought to you by your Northwest Chevy dealers on your home for college football Saturdays, Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Okay, update in the Pac-12. Huskies win it tonight, 21-7, obviously. Uh, late fourth, San Diego State 20, ASU 14. The Aztecs have the ball second and goal from the ASU 7. Uh, Fresno State knocks off UCLA in use at the Rose Bowl. Bury them, 38-14. Do we play UCLA? We do play UCLA. Yes, Down do. there, as a matter right. of fact. Arizona uh, is leading Southern Utah. 48-17, early fourth quarter. Stanford knocks off UC Davis, 30-10. Oregon... Getting by San Jose State, 35-22. Texas hammers USC in Austin, 37-14. Colorado is 3-0. They knock off uh, Chip Kelly's old team, New Hampshire. Or is that Vermont? Vermont. They knock off New Hampshire, 35-14. 45-14. I didn't know New Hampshire had a team. They do, and they got beat by Colorado. What's that? <laughs> Chip, Chip what, Kelly. Was, was he? I said, I said New Hampshire, then I said Vermont. He was New Hampshire. I was right. Uh... California over uh, Idaho State, 45-23 final. Nevada gets by Oregon State, 37-35. That game was out of control for a while, but the Beavers made it a game. Wazoo, 59, Eastern, 24. Uncle Rico, 45 of 57, 472 touchdowns against Eastern. Wow, 45 of 57 for Gardner Minshew, and the Cougars are 3-0 after a win against FCS Power Eastern Washington. So let's go to the phone lines, 286-9595, Huskies win at 21-7. Let's start off with Eric uh, on line one. You're on the air, buddy. Go ahead, pal. Hello, hello, guys. How are you doing? What's up? Well, we won, Eric. Yes, sir. I know. I've been watching that. Hey, um, I just want to make a real quick point. Why can't we be the ones who dictate, like, the front line on defense? Because I think we have the best um, DBs in all the Pac-12, obviously, and maybe the um, the whole nation, and bring, like, the, all the linemen and also the linebackers, like, force them to us, to the guys. It seems like we just kind of hesitate. 
don't know. Am I, am I, is that totally wrong? Or it just seems like we should just put more pressure on these guys. You mean blitz, blitz wise? Blitz yeah, pressure? blitz wise, exactly. Just bring, just because our DBs are so amazing. Why can't we just take care of all these guys in front? So, was that like a problem? What happened with the, the pass defense? Uh, I think that today it was, yeah. Today was the pass defense was a problem. <laughs> well, I, I think it, I, well, Eric, I think did you watch the game? Was, Eric, be honest. Yeah, did you watch so, the game? So, it, 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 and, and I'm not trying to be. I, no, I, I want to no. be respectful to the caller. Yeah. Here's here, here's what I'm, I'm. If I tried to reason, I would say this. Yes. The quarterback was having a hell of a time reading zone defenses. Right. He was, right. He was. He 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 was holding the ball. He was. He was throwing guys in and, and hospital ball after hospital ball. That's in zone coverage. Right. Washington was able to prevent all of the deep passes. Right. The guy had 3.6 yards per attempt over oh. the course of the night. Zero big plays down the field. Was there one aberration? I don't remember one big big pass play by no, them, right? They didn't so, so they were able to play a shell, mixed coverages. Sometimes they brought the safety down, but they could play a shell and, and disguise some coverages. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, his longest pass was 16 yards. His, long, his right. longest completion was 16 yards. Wow. So, so if, if you get into man-to-man situations like you're describing in these blitzes, you know, Washington brought pressure, but they brought yeah. zone pressure, and they played con, you know, somewhat conservatively behind it. Well, I would say, too, but, Eric, and I appreciate the call, man, that, that there's a lot of things that UW didn't even need to show tonight because they could play man-on-man. They could play zone. They could get away with not bringing a ton of heat. So I don't, I don't, I don't know how anybody early got a problem on in with the, the game, pass they ran a, a zone blitz, and uh, Jalen Johnson was in coverage. Did you see yeah. that right yeah. in the middle? Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. yeah. I don't think there's much to complain about the defense tonight at all. I don't period. Know. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, Jimmy I did, Lake. You and, know, they, they tackled too hard. Right. Well, you had and I put this on Twitter after the Utah scoring drive, which was the third drive of the game. Is that right for Utah, I believe? Because they went uh, three and out the first two drives of the game. I, I just kind of mentioned on Twitter, let's, uh, let's see uh, the adjustments that UW makes. And the adjustments that UW made kept them out of the end zone the rest of the day. Yes. Okay? Yeah. And this is exactly what happened against Colorado a year ago. We've seen Washington give up early scores, make adjustments, and then completely have the upper hand. So I think, I mean, my God, from a coaching staff perspective, from a fundamentals perspective, tackling, uh, A-plus, I'm, I'm, I'm with him. Well, yeah, that, that, that the only touchdown drive, uh, they did a pin and pull off the right side, and, and I thought that uh, Potoai was, was poor. He got hooked on that. So that... that created an 11-yard gain and then the only other the only other double digit gain in that drive was the 28-yard scamper yeah. by the quarterback right uh so uh, and 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 that was his highlight of of the game right exactly that's 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 pretty much so, sums it up right so there. They, okay may, may, maybe a pluses need to be reserved for shutouts but that's at least an a yep well they Performance had defense they had 80 yards of offense on that drive that we're talking about, okay? And that was basically the end of the first quarter, 21 seconds left to go. They had 180 yards the rest of the game in 45 minutes after that drive, okay? So, and it's actually less than that because Utah did have a couple yards on their first couple plays at minus one, and then they had four, so three, so it's 177. Points are number one. That's insane, come on. How the Huskies do, they they gave up seven points. Right. Now you're gonna get a debate, most 
defensive coaches, Coach Baird, would say turnovers is the number two stat. Absolutely. How many turnovers did they create? Three. Three, Three. turnovers. Yep. And then and then yards would be the third. And and in, in some metrics, that's how you rank defenses in yards. I don't think that's how uh, – I'm certain that's not how defensive coaches, they, they rank it that way. Sure. Points sure. are – so, so and what was the total yards? 261. I mean, I mean God, all come three. On. Check, 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 check. Let's go to the phones. Uh, who's next? Uh, we got uh, Chris in Indio, California. You're on the air, Chris. How are you, pal? Hey, guys. I'm good. Hey, I, first of all, what I was first going to say was I do not like the Jake uh, Browning interception. That was rough, <laughs> extremely rough. Yeah. But when you guys were talking about the thing that got me, I mean, that's obvious. The guy is a senior. He should not make that play. But the tackling thing. It's huge. It's, why are they calling these plays, the tackling? I mean, we used to be able to tackle with our shoulders and our heads going down. I got this one. It's, it, it's a safety. It, it's sorry. a safety. It's just, they're trying, they're trying to improve the game uh, by taking the head out of it. Uh, if you don't lead with your head, you're pr- not only protecting the, the ball carrier, but you're protecting the tackler. So, you know, this is a big, big change. When I was a young linebacker in college, and I, as a coach, I taught to lead the head and drive it across the bow. And uh, nowadays, we're going to the backside leg with the head. It's designed to try, the rules are designed to try to improve the um, danger in sure, the game. Sure, everybody gets that. And I think Jimmy Lake put it great last year after Joe Judd got kicked out in the Utah game, that there's moms of these players watching these football games freaked out their kids are going to get killed and get paralyzed. So if they want to make the game survive, they have to make it attractive to people to want to play. And I understand that. But I'm also with you in that you got to at least kind of factor in incidental contact. There's a reason why you wear helmets, because sometimes right. you're going to hit a guy in the head right. no on pressure. accident. And it just kind of feels like they've taken all of that out of the football game. And I don't know. I mean, Marquise, uh, what's his name? Blair and the uh, the defensive tackle, right. Toku, whatever his name is. When you're watching those plays, do you really believe in the back of your mind that those guys said, I'm going to kill this guy using my head as a weapon? Well, they led with their head. And that's the whole difference. If you lead with your shoulder, if you turn your head, lead with your shoulder, you're not going to get that call. There are very few times where it's overt where a guy's trying to go his shoulder usually when he's hitting the shoulder the head's coming through and i'm going to just quote tony dungeon i i agree with tony dungy wholeheartedly you can have the intent to come in with your shoulder but your shoulder and your head tend to be siamese twins on most people they're right there yep. your lead with your shoulder you're leading with your head and when guys and he referenced barry sanders when you get you get some of these guys it's happening at a breakneck speed there is no chance, and, and, and all of a sudden you have helmet-to-helmet contact. The intent of the defender was to hit the strike zone with his shoulder, but things happen at a breakneck right, speed. Right. You know, the, the best analogy I can come up That's with is... That's why they review it all the time, yeah. you know, to take a look at, at did the guy try to turn his head away but, and but, lead with his shoulder. Yeah, but they're, and they're looking at it in hyper-slow motion, and there's no chance to react. I, I, I mean, I'd love to get a team of neurologists to, to explain that there's, there's a limit to human reaction. Like, if a deer jumps out at you and you're going on I-90, there's only so much you can do, right? right. You're not a computer. You, there's only so much human pro- 
a, a limit to the human mind's ability to process. And so I think a lot of times it just ends up being arbitrary it's because instantaneous. because there's 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 ten dozen other so do you, plays. Do you say throw the rule out, go ahead and let him hit no, with the head? No, no, I would I say. Don't. I'd no, say, I don't. Uh, you you got to do something to protect the game. I, I think that a lot of these are, I think that they, they interpret them wrong. I think a lot of the times, first of all, offensive players drop their head down. So the defender ends up, he's in a low strike zone, and the offensive player brings his helmet down to him. Have you ever seen, that that, have ever, ever seen an offensive guy get a penalty for hitting with his head? No. I think it, but I think you've seen hands more. to the face. Uh, yeah, no, I've seen, seen that. Yeah, but I, I, do not, but, but, I don't remember but, any offensive guy blocking with his head I, and ever getting called for it. You pick a name from a hat. Any school in college football, and I'll show you the third down and one, the, the short yardage tape, of of them offensively, as if you're you're studying, you know this, Dick. You know you're you got your Friday study. You know Thursday night, you're studying uh, opponent sh- goal line short yardage. You watch those plays, and you're going to watch a running back coming through the hole with his head down, right, with right. his eyes looking straight at the ground, right. No, no, any random school. That's what happens. They never call it on the offense. I know, so. I know. But well, the, in the defender, it's like it's like where's there to hit? Here's the thing, though, that I want to say, and that. I think that you got to give Jimmy Lake and Pete Kwiatkowski, Bob Gregory, Ikeika Malloy, and hell, even guys that have left like Jeff Choate and even guys that are here now, Will Harris. These guys are killing people out there. Not literally, obviously, but they're punishing people. Right. They're sending guys to the bench. They're sending guys to the hospital. And how many targeting, targeting calls did we get tonight? None. None. Okay? They are cracking people out With there. With their shoulders. With their shoulders. And they're not getting called for targeting. I mean, did they not show tonight that you can still... Get away with all and, that and, and, and play that and violent. And what were factor? the yeah? But 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 those are two different situations. What did you have in all the Washington hits? The hits that you remember, yeah, were open t- field tackles. Were Huntley b- throwing the ball late into zone coverage where Byron Murphy has plenty of time right. to process what's happening. Oh, let me guess, their quarterback threw it a half an hour late again, and he's got plenty of time to process a a, a, a pass out in the flat. What happened with Utah's guys? That is, that's a running back right between the, the, a, the, the a gap, and a guy just in a spontaneous boom trying to make a play. He leads. With, that's totally different. And then the other part of it, the uh, uh, the guy who hits Browning, right? Toku, Toku, he bare his helmet barely hits. Right. And Browning's body had been affected by the guy who Fotu. got there first. I'm sorry, Fotu is his name, not Toku. I want to get it right. Fotu. Yeah. The, the, the first guy who got there caused Browning's body yeah. To, yeah. to recoil. Let's go to uh, Steve in Seattle. Steve, you're on the air. on the honks. Go ahead, pal. What's going on? Hi, guys. You know, Dick's right. You know, we should be thankful. You know, thankful that, you know, this team won. The defense played really well. Over here in Ballard, we have a joke. So, uh, and I love Jake Browning, but the joke is who's going to get to 1,000 yards first? Jake going backwards or... Miles Gaston going forward. And it's a problem because Jake, you know, he had a couple touchdowns, but realistically, and he didn't have, the line wasn't holding for him. But, he, you know, he, he had four horrible plays where he needed to dump the ball into some territory, get rid of a little bit earlier, and, and not take those, those, those huge losses. And he almost left this team back in the game. Oh. And he drops his shoulders. And he drops his head, and he says, "I'm sorry." 
a dick. This is for you. He doesn't stop doing it, Dick. He doesn't stop doing it. And you hey, know what? The guy, the guy won 10 games last year and 12 the year a before that. He's the winningest quarterback ever. But he also had as many good plays as he had. He had two-to-one good plays over bad plays. That's where I disagree with you. I love the guy. I love him. I know what he's won, but he's not getting better. He is what holds the team down. Tell him to pick up his head, kick his shoulders back, make a couple of adjustments, and lead this team to a victory against a team of significance because he hasn't been doing it. This this was a significant win. Nobody gives him credit for beating Utah. Utah's a good program. How about, uh, hear your thoughts on that. Has he he regressed? Uh, Steve's point is he hasn't gotten better. You agree with that? Well, I don't see signs of, uh, I mean, all we can take is the the games he's played. He played three games this year. Right. Does he look like he's playing at the level of 2016? In 2016, he hadn't had shoulder surgery yet. He had John Ross, the ninth overall pick in the draft. He had Dante Pettis, a future second-round pick. Um, So I I think he had better people around him, and he had more opportunities to do great things. Good point. Uh, And and now he loses Hunter Bryant. Right. Uh, I don't see an emerging – you know, you only had one receiver have over 33 yards tonight. Right. Fuller, by the way, is only at two in double digits. Fuller's well, on pace to didn't catch Bichelli, like 80 balls. Bichelli didn't have 33. No. Yeah. Well, well, what Bichelli had Fuller? 33, what and, Fuller, and Fuller had 108. Fuller was... Uh, okay, so yeah. there's two guys. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know. It, but I don't know. It's 33 yards isn't a, is much of a standard to they me. They don't have a real dynamic wide yeah, receiver. Yeah, of course you take yeah. 108 yards. There's sure. no there's no complaint sure. about Fuller giving you 108 yards on six catches. Right. Fuller's on pace to have like an 80-catch season, by the way. 1,200-plus yards. And that's... Still hasn't caught a touchdown, but, but, but he's on what, pace. What, how many... What, what catches do we have from tight ends? Not much. Not tonight. Not much. Yeah, so, yeah. so your second guy drops down to 33 yards. That just didn't seem like a, a, a potent... Pac-12 offense in 2018 is September. Here's the thing that kind Meaning, of here's the thing. It's that not makes, a snowstorm out there, right? Here's what here's what kind of makes me smile a little bit is that you're down Trey Adams, you're down Hunter Bryant, Chico McClatcher is not healthy clearly. Savon Ahmed barely played tonight, which we can talk about that. He comes in for the right. first couple plays of the fourth quarter, and you are a couple of red zone trips away with some bad play calling away from being three and zero right now. And maybe a top four or five team in America. You are a top four or five team in America if you win the Auburn game. So it's going to take, you know, more than just the personnel to get this thing done. But I'm with you. At some point, they got to have some guys emerge. And, I mean, maybe Ty Jones is on his way to emerging. You know, he came close tonight, had that touchdown that I don't know why in the hell the referees called it incomplete in the first place. It was an obvious score, for God's sakes. But I don't know, man. They got to work with what they got. Yep. And, and right now, it's working. I mean, we, that was a big win today. I, you go on the road down there and beat Utah there. That's a big win. Now we just got to come home and take care of business. We get, we go on to the next one. Win, win the Arizona State game. I think we owe them something, don't we? Hell yeah, we do. Well, it's Hell a relatively yeah, do. down year in the conference. Oh yeah. So Washington is expected by all the the neutral pundits to be right there at the end. Would they get forty eight out of forty nine votes for yeah, number one? Exactly. In uh, in yep. the Pac twelve. So. Yep. So they're the presumptive favorite by a long shot. Uh, I don't know if, if you voted now whether they'd be so resoundingly the favorite 
It probably slipped in the eyes of most people. Mm -hmm. But uh, I would say regarding Browning, one last thought there. I think that the physical limitations that the NFL sees yeah. hurts you against the very best teams. Because, because his arm strength, it's a little bit like training a puppy. Like, come on, ball. Come on, ball. Come on. Come, come, come on. Come. Yeah. Yeah. Right? You know, yeah. and, and, and that hurts you in two areas. You can't drive it into windows and zones. There's certain things like you just can't. You can't. You got to have wider windows, right, to try and attempt. And then, and then when the ball does get there, you get less run after the catch because the defense is reacting to the ball in flight. I'll tell you what, your uh, your uh, your your training a puppy analogy. So on the interception that Jake thrown through tonight, was that clear uh, evidence that the puppy's not oh. pot potty trained yet? Well, I'm is talking that that more about <laughs> um, what are you doing. Knock it off. Do that outside for crying out loud. Get out of here with that. Hey, you know, it's really crazy to me is that nobody's sitting here talking about the 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 missed blocks yeah. by any of the guys in the offensive yeah. line. Oh, yeah. No, nobody's going to talk Harris about Nick Harris had a rough night, and he got hurt late in the game. And he game. got hurt yeah. late in the game. Yeah. And, and, but nobody you know, nobody goes, but everybody's sure. going to sure. jump on the damn quarterback all the time. The guy won the game for us. Well, your defense won the yeah. game for you. Well, yeah. Aren't, aren't we we sc a, scored three touchdowns. Sure, but aren't we at a point now where the Huskies playing phenomenal defense is almost a given? This has been going on now for three or four years, guys, with yeah. this defense. That's well, that's point. fine. That's so how you win championships. Every single game we play, we're going to just assume this defense is going to show up. Let's not even talk about that because that's, that's like water's wet. Let's talk about the other things that sometimes are there and sometimes well, it, aren't. And it does take longer to gel. you got a new coordinator. Yeah. And, uh, you know, offense is a symphony. Defense is a beehive. It's a lot easier to just cut guys loose on defense. You get right. a new coordinator on offense – you know, it, it, it takes a few weeks to to uh, to sink in there. And I think we're starting to see that. I think the run game was much improved tonight. I, I, you know, I think Miles is our guy. Yeah. I mean, we've got to just keep going to the well. But, you know? yeah, yeah. You know, I, I don't know the appropriate level uh, uh, how to comment on Jake. Because, as you point out, Dick, aptly so, fairly and appropriately, he's the winningest guy. He's going to break all the records. Uh, he's a guy that... That took the program from right. I think where we were in 2008. Well, Goodness yeah. gracious! Well, Locker, Locker, yeah, Locker, took it, yeah. Locker was the quarter. I don't want to say Locker took us. Locker was the quarterback at the time and very instrumental, taking us from the dregs of the league up to, to respectable. Road, yeah. uh, no, get into the point where you say, hey, you know what? You're not a prime bowl. Uh, uh, contestant, but you're getting to a bowl, right. which at that time was was big for us. Now. Browning, as evidence as they talk about in the telecast, he and Gaskin, the four-year commitment. I mean, he's saying, now let's raise it to another level. Browning's done that. And that is a huge uh, yeah, no accomplishment. For I, would just, I would just say this, to just put it this way, and we're going to break, get some more calls. If you had no idea who Jake Browning was, what he was all about, and you watched this game today, and you saw Jake Browning play, would you say to yourself, that guy looks like a fourth-year senior who was a Pac-12 player of the year? At no, some but I would say would this. Say He's that. the best quarterback you, on the field Correct. today. Correct. <laughs> Correct. You're right. But you would, you would not say that about Jake Browning watching him play today. We're going to break. 11-15. Turn to your calls next live from Dino's on 950 KJR. Now back to Dino's Pub in Renton for Honk's Talk Postgame. Brought to you by your Northwest Chevy dealers. On your home for college football Saturdays. Seattle Sports Radio 950. KJR. 
All right, we are back at Dino's Pub in Renton. Hong Talk post game brought to you by your Northwest Chevy dealer. Is your car giving you everything you need to do everything you want? That's exactly what the all-new Chevy Equinox was designed to do. See one today at your local Northwest Chevy dealer. So some scores to get to very quickly. San Diego State, late fourth quarter, is leading ASU 28-21. Uh, Devils do have the ball second and 10 at the 50-yard line, looking for a miracle win here uh, in San Diego. Fresno State knocks off UCLA 38-14. Arizona is just demolishing Southern Utah 62-24. Uh, Stanford uh, took out UC Davis by 20-30-10. San Jose State goes to Eugene, puts up a bit of a fight. Oregon uh, made it closer than people thought it would be. 35-22 final. The Ducks get the win. Texas takes out USC 37-14. Colorado wins big over New Hampshire 45-14. But our game tonight here, 21-7. UW wins over Utah. And we'll go back to the phone lines. Uh, let's go to Scott and Shahalo. Scotty, you're on the air. How are you, pal? What's going on? I'm good tonight, guys. Uh, I was nervous going into it. Uh, it wasn't pretty in a lot of ways offensively, but uh, we get on the bus with a win, and that's that's what mattered. Um, yep. Miles Gaskin is a once-every-50-year back for University of Washington. I hope uh, everybody appreciates how unbelievably special he is. And, uh, you know, for me, the reason we won the game tonight is we had number nine, and they didn't. And conversely, at quarterback, they had uh, Tyler Huntley, and we didn't. Uh the defense is going to keep have up every game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. They, they can, yeah, you know, and last year up here at home against us, he threw up and down the field on us, and tonight he was atrocious. Um, you know, the, the formula for us is, I think, simple. We we have two to one. You know, pass versus run, or excuse me, run versus pass. Jake, you know, twenty twenty two uh, times a game throws it, and we just ride that defense. My question would be: Is our our screen game looks really, really bad. And I'm just wondering, you know, if you guys can dive into it as to why it is. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you know, we get to Arizona State next week and another chance to get another win in the conference. And uh, right. that's what it's all about. Thank you, it's guys. It's a great call, by the way, because I, I remember saying on Twitter that I'd love to see Savon Ahmed, one of those, late in the game. And they had one early to Gaskin going to Jake's left. You remember that early in the game that worked? And then it felt like they just snuffed it out the rest of the day. What what was going on there with the screen game? I think that uh, that Chris Peterson has said it better than anybody I've ever heard in all of football when he described screen. It was it was uh, in, during a press conference. It was a couple years ago, and I'm sitting there and Washington on some of their screens had been great in that game, and then some of them were just god awful. And he was asking that press conference about that fact, and he just. He, he seemed to be unmoved by it. He just said, you know, that's just the nature of screens. Hmm. Well, it, the year before it, you now. Can't, it, it's, it's like trying to predict turnovers. You know? Miles had six catches for over 100 yards last year. Yeah. And three of them were on yeah. screen now, plays. that's a little bit of an oversimplification. Teams that, that are good at screens, it's, in, it's expensive. That's a term coaches use. You've got to take it's a lot of time. It's expensive in practice. You have to... You have to hit the timing against air. You have to, I mean, you're constantly working. But even with that, so you, you choose this. The opportunity cost, all that time you want to invest getting good at screens is time that you're not working on other aspects of your game. And it takes a lot. And so teams that make that decision obviously um, spend that time. But even at that, it just takes one or two guys to sniff it out a little bit earlier. You're talking about linemen playing in space. That's not normally their gig. And they can just take 
the slightest of wrong angle, and all of a sudden they look really ugly out in space. Right. But if they hit it right, all of a sudden they plow somebody and it looks beautiful. Right. It's just really right. hard to predict. No, but when it works, man, is it beautiful. It's gorgeous. Right. Oh, it's it's awesome to watch when it when it works. Let's go out to Mark out in Everett. Mark, you're on the Honks postgame show. Go ahead, dude. Hey, thanks for taking my call, and uh, I'll tell you what. You guys run the best postgame show in America. Thank you. Um, That's um, nice uh, of you. Very nice of you. Thank you. Yeah. You I agree, by the way. <laughs> you agree you with him? I do. Oh, okay. <laughs> How come just, you never agree really with us? <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But uh, in, anyhow, uh, this was a game that was obviously won on defense. I, I, I kind of agree, though, with a caller a couple callers ago that was bringing up uh, Jake. You know, I mean, I'm not going to uh, crap on him at all. He's got to be one of the greatest quarterbacks that we have had. And some of the throws that he can't get off, will those will be thrown away by Ethan next year. So we'll just worry about that next year. I'll take Jake the rest of the way. I got faith in him, and he's a winning quarterback. But uh, the running game, I, I never felt like it really got all the way off the way that I wanted it to see. You know, but nonetheless, that means that you have room for improvement, and uh, that was a good thing. But you know what? For not having a tight end, for not getting the fly sweeps really running tonight, uh, I mean, we did well. I mean, this was an impressive win going on the road where a lot of the nation was, you know, everyone was kind of spooked saying, hey, you know, this is a game that might get away. You know, we were supposed to maybe go down like Auburn did today to LSU, but we did not. We stood up and we played the type of defense that wins. This is uh, the Dogfather 2-0 style defense. Run the ball, stop the run, win the turnover yeah. battle, and yeah. I'll take my uh, chances. So well, here's the, the thing. Yeah, thanks, man. A great call. Here's the thing about the run game that it was really all Miles Gaskin. And it, it, it was all Miles Gaskin. No other running back had more than three carries, and two of them came from Savan Ahmed on the first two plays of the Wait fourth quarter. Wait a minute. I thought yeah. uh, I saw Sean McGrew carry. Sean McGrew yeah. had one carry for four yards. Okay. I'm saying nobody else had more than three. Okay. And Savon had two on back-to-back plays in the fourth quarter. The running game was all number nine, all number nine. Nobody, nobody spelled him. Nobody really gave the guy a break. Nobody gave him a drive off. It, you know, it felt like the entire day they rode that horse for I'm four good. quarters I'm today, good for that. and it was phenomenal. It was beautiful. But again, I mean, like Savon Ahmed, for example, he can do other things besides run the ball. They can run the sweep to Savon. They can run the screen to Savon. They can use him as a wide receiver. And then he's not playing, and all of a sudden he is playing. Yeah. Well, it was weird. But there was some good scheming going on there. You know, they come out unbalanced. You know, they motioned it, so they, they throw some eye candy at you. You have to honor the, the fly sweep uh, into the strength. And then you run you run inside zone away from the fly sweep, and you've got two tight ends on that side of the fly sweep. So you're just caving down that backside. Right. And so the cutback with with – Gaskin in that brilliant vision, he's going to see that develop way before it even happens. He just has that sense. So, so there's there's some things going on, you know, and and, and whether it's in a three by one or an empty or a two by two, having the, that extra tight end, yep. uh, uh, you know, it created some cutback lanes for Gaskin mm-hmm. that were just wide mm-hmm. open. Well, I think I think the point there is a good one too. How much of this is window dressing? I mean, the the fly sweep they ran to Chico, for example, that went nowhere. Okay, it went nowhere on that play. But how much of that is them setting themselves up for something for down the something, road? Yeah, you know, one that it makes them honor the guy coming on the fly sweep. Right. I once right. heard a coach say, "We've we've got a fly sweep package 
of about four or five plays, mm-hmm. and my least favorite play is in the, the package is the fly sweep. <laughs> I know, yeah. I've heard that. But yeah. you, but, yeah. but you got you, yeah. you got but you got to defend the damn thing, yeah, right? Exactly. And, and 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 you got to run it, even if you only run it once a game. Yep. Uh, you know, I'm looking. I'm, I'm going over the play-by-play guys, and I'm looking at the roughing call on Utah that led to the targeting call that got Fotu kicked out of the game. It's second and ten from the 36, and Jake got picked off down the sideline, right? And they're up 14 to seven early third quarter at that point. If they don't get that call, and Utah gets the ball back with some momentum down 14 to seven, are we having a different show right now? That's hypothetical. If they don't Dave. get that targeting call if they don't call you're, that play you're gonna have to convince me that quarterback was gonna drive okay. 70 yards right. <laughs> I know, right. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna yeah. buy that well he did I'm, once he did that. once he, he drove 75 once. yards in the third third drive of the game i, I think that guy is, is, is uh, I, i'm just glad he was on the other team because i'll tell you what <laughs> if we were doing a ute honk show oh my god oh my brought to you by diet that, coke that guy would take nine years off my life yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah. uh, oh my God! I I, I, I couldn't stand okay. having so that, watching, having to watch this thing. This defense is going to keep us in every game we play. Every game, good defense. This defense with five minutes to go in the fourth quarter of every football game the Huskies play the rest of the way, they'll be in it with a chance to win because of that defense. Period. Can we all agree on that? Yeah. So far. Yeah. This message But it all starts with everybody's talking about the secondary, and they should. But you still to play dominant defense mm-hmm. you got to stay ahead of the chains you got to you got to in baseball terms you got to be ahead of the count you've got to stop the run on neutral downs right right and, let's, let's, and go ahead sorry please no let's go to jared jared's out in cleveland ohio i've been waiting for 40 minutes to talk to coach baird <laughs> go <laughs> ahead jared go, jared <laughs> yeah, I just uh, wanted to say, I think the rugby-style uh, tackling that they've been coached up for the last year is really starting to pay off. But we're seeing not as many targeting calls against us as we are seeing against other teams. Uh, also, I was really impressed. Finally, the uh, offensive line started to get an inside uh, surge on those zones of powers. Um, but I was really disappointed with the uh, the left side of the offensive line. Some of the overlooked blitzes were really coming home, and I think that'll be a big issue against ASU. And I'm also wondering, I mean, where is our pass rush? Utah gave up a ton of sacks these last two weeks before us, but we really couldn't get home with our four or three. It's kind of disappointing. Actually, we were in the three-man front a lot uh, coming down the stretch of that game, and you really don't expect to get sacks with three-man rushes. But I, I thought that, uh, you know, we, we chose to play zone. And, you know, that guy wasn't good enough to play against <laughs> our zones. Right. And, then, and then we right. mixed it up with man, and that confused him further. I mean, I think a lot of it, you hit it right on the head, is that we played a quarterback that isn't a very sophisticated thrower. Uh, he is a wonderful runner, but they didn't really call his number a lot to run. Yeah, and I think that they were mindful. I think they had Remember, he slower. carried the ball 25 times last yes. year. I think they were yes. concerned about him getting killed. Taken yeah. off. I mean, you and I were sitting there telling each other, if he keeps running, he's going to crack a rib. We're going to see Jason Shelley. No question. He's not built <laughs> no like Tim Tebow. Right. I, I commend the guy's toughness. Yeah. He took some hard Hey, hits. you want to talk about a tough guy? How about our number three? Jake t- takes all kinds of hits, and nobody gives him credit for being the tough guy that no, he is. I don't think people give him credit. I yeah. think we do. Yeah. Uh, well, we do. But, but I know. think that when you're running between the tackles, that's a whole nother. <laughs> level of 
of toughness. Yes. He's Cam yeah. Newton. He, he runs between the tackles like Cam Newton does, but he's not built like Cam yeah, Newton. Exactly. <laughs> right, exactly. Right. Exactly. And so, so I think Washington, they probably had their, their, uh, their rushers kind of be mindful of escape lanes right. more so, like really be mindful of contain. But it's not, it's not, so it's kind of like slow and just kind of slowly try and press, a, squeeze the pocket on him so that you can react. It's, it's like you're, instead of one gapping, you're two gapping in your pass rush, that you're, you're kind of in an ability to fall off your man and, and make the tackle should he, he elect to scamper. So I think yep. that his athleticism caused you to slow down. Now, now that begs the question the caller said that they gave up a lot of sacks before. The other point of that, and, and as we actually probably focus more on the Tuesday Honk show, that might be the biggest weakness of this football team mm. is is lack of twitchy edge guys that can can run the hoop and get to you know pick up the towel. The, I'm referring to drills that the defensive ends right. do. That the the elite of elite pass rushers. Yeah, they they want, don't have one. They want to they want to have a great get off and they just want to beat the offensive tackle around the edge, drop their shoulder, and accelerate to the quarterback. They don't have one. And you get a guy like that, yep. and we're going to see one on Monday night. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but I want one know, of those. Back to us. Where do I find those? I want a Khalil Mack. They're, they're, they're yeah, well, you, it costs huh? $140 million. That's fine. That's fine. We, gotta, we, gotta <laughs> we, couple, can't, we, we got can't afford dollars. that at the University of Washington. No, call, uh, call Crockett, call Dempsey, call him up and say, go go, go <laughs> get us a yeah. Mack. Real estate's been going That's good. That's what I want. Let's get uh, Steve in Montlake Terrace. Steve, you're on the air. Go ahead, dude. Thanks, as always, for the great show and the timely, encouraging, positive words from Coach Dick Baird. <laughs> so, in light of Jake Browning's near pick six, that could have cut the lead in half to seven. Yep. In, in the rest of UW's games this year, when the dogs are up by seven or ten or fourteen in the third quarter, do they keep passing the ball to try to get a bigger lead, but risk an interception, or do they merely run the ball to play it safe and let their awesome defense carry them? Hugh Millen, what's the best strategy going forward? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Good call, buddy. Well, Good I, to hear your hey, voice, too. Good call. Too. Good call. I don't have a problem with the balance. Jake Browning threw the ball 24 times tonight. Right. 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 So uh, I don't think you play scared. I think you've, you have faith in your defense, and you go out, you're trying to make your football team better. And if you want to just sip, you know, curl up into a ball and stop doing anything risky, I don't know. I don't think you're going to reach your potential as a football team. No, and so uh, I didn't. I there was at no point that was I thinking that they were being reckless uh, in terms of their play selection. Yeah, I, I just yeah. think Browning had a absolutely inexplicable, true freshman type of of decision on that play. Sure, and, sure. And he's uh, got one of those every game. Is this the college football <laughs> version of the 2000 Baltimore Ravens? Miles Gaskins, Jamal Lewis, and that defense is that defense. And that quarterback is Trent Dilfer. And they're going to win the championship because their defense is that good and their running game is that good. And, the quarterback and their coach will, is the that good. quarterback gets better as the year I mean, is goes that, on. Is that what we're talking about here? Well, the quarterback's going to that... have to find uh, some cohesion with receivers. And uh, there was a step back from Ty Jones. We did a lot of trumpeting about Ty Jones' yep. potential. And for him to be sitting there with single-digit yards today, what do you have, six yards receiving? Yeah, that's yep. it. Um, yep. That, 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 to me, is a setback for the Huskies because he's the one guy that you'd say, okay, could potentially bring something unique. 
and and he's got to be a guy that catches balls in that eight to twelve to fourteen yard area, mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. and 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 it it just it just didn't present itself today. Yeah, one but, catch for six yards, and it was a touchdown when he dragged his knee across the uh, the end zone. Uh, let's get a break. Eleven thirty seven. Take a couple more calls if we can at two eight six ninety five ninety five or. 800-829-0950. Uh, we'll come back and wrap it up next from Dino's right here on the Honk Post Game Show brought to you by your local Northwest Chevy dealers. Is your car giving you everything you need to do everything you want? That's exactly what the all-new Chevy Equinox was designed to do. See one today at your local Northwest Chevy dealer. We'll come back, wrap up the Honks from Dino's and Renton next on 950 KJR. Now back to Dino's Pub in Renton for Honks Talk Post Game, brought to you by your Northwest Chevy dealers on your home for college football Saturdays, Seattle Sports Radio 950, KJR. All right, Honk Talk Post Game brought to you by your Northwest Chevy dealer in the Chevy Colorado with an available 2.8 liter Duramax turbo diesel that offers the best fuel economy in its class or a 3.2 liter V6 with a class leading 308 horsepower. See your Northwest Chevy dealer today. Uh, first of all, big thanks to our promotion staff for hanging out tonight. Uh, big thanks to the staff, including Lindsay, who's a total pain in the ass here at Dino's and Renton. No, she's uh, a fox, man. Big, yeah, you hear that? And he's, you know what? That's how much confidence the guy has because his wife is sitting right there as he says that. Big thanks to Vanessa, everybody here, uh, Sarah as well at uh, Dino's Pub, and Jesus Christ himself is with us here yeah, as, look our, at, look as at our man. engineer tonight. Yeah, I like to refer to Tyler as Forrest Gump after the run, okay? So yeah. he's the man, he's the best engineer we got. He, he gets it done here, so kudos to him for a job well done. Uh, final tonight, 21-7. Huskies get the win. And a quick recap of everything that took place in the Pac-12. Arizona State has lost. It's a final. San Diego State knocks off Arizona State 28-21. to Manny Wilkins 31 for 46, 341 and a couple of touchdowns. Uh, ASU gave up a buck 38 to Jawan Washington. He's the man that's taken over for, uh, for Penny down there in San Diego. So they beat Michigan State. Everybody thinks that Herm Edwards is the coach of the year in college football and then they get back down to reality the next Saturday in San Diego. So they'll, they'll be in town next week. BYU who's coming to town the week after that, had a monster win. Went today. to Wisconsin and knocked off Wisconsin today, and then Oregon, who we have after that game, knocked off San Jose State today, and then UCLA. And play Stanford. UCLA also on the schedule got hammered by Fresno today, and USC got clocked by Texas. Here's my point: I think the Pac-12 championship right now on paper feels like a three-team race between UW, Oregon, and Stanford for the conference title. Because I don't see anybody from the South winning the championship. Utah is not good. UCLA is horrible. Arizona is awful. ASU is a fraud. USC stinks. I mean, maybe Colorado finds a way to sneak in there by the end of the year. But this certainly feels like it's the North for the taking. Is it not right now? I think that we're in this September scheduling crud that I have hated and loathed for years, <laughs> and, and I think that they're going to mock us 500 years from now when they see that we were even willing to, to show up for games like this. So the September scheduling, meaning there's so many teams that, that have only played maybe one significant telling game. Uh, most have now Washington's an exception. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that it's all of them. Washington's played two meaningful games, but most have only played one or even zero. Um, yeah, and I think Oregon, by their own admission, they 
they haven't been tested. Right. Right. Stanford. They got, they got Stanford in Eugene, I believe. Stanford. Right? Yes. Yeah. So, so our conference played Idaho State, San Jose State, Nevada, Cal Davis, Eastern Washington, Southern Utah, yep. San Diego State, New Hampshire, right. and Fresno. Right. And then right. Texas. to my point. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Exactly. So I think it's a little early to uh, be out ahead of that and saying, well, yeah. we're down to these three teams. Because some, some teams that we think are good are going to are going to fall by the wayside, and some teams that we're Let's not thinking about could emerge. just take care of business ourselves. That's all you can do. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And then whatever happens, happens. But we got to just keep winning our games. Well, really, you should just focus on the next game. Exactly. I don't know what the hell you're that's, talking that's, about. That is really a, that's a I mean, good you're, point. You're now. out of your mind. How, that only took me 20 years of driving it into your head. I didn't know why you're you here. You finally figured it out. Wait until the end of the year. You can Win recap everything for us. the next game and don't yeah. even think about the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Playoffs? Yeah. Deal with it. Yeah. All right. Win, well, I'd like to go back. next week. I'd like to go back. Uh, but Arizona State next Saturday. We know about Manny Wilkins, obviously, and you mentioned the kind of revenge factor from that game a year ago. And I think Chris Peterson will play that up behind closed doors. I don't think he'll talk about it publicly throughout the week next week on the radio and on TV and with the newspaper guys, but he mentioned it uh, Thursday when he was talking about Jake's start against Utah three years ago at Husky Stadium. Yep. So you're damn right he's going to talk. That was a disaster last year down there in the desert. Especially for our kicker. No question. And for your offense. Yep. Your defense was fine. This defense is... When was the last time this defense really got pushed around by anybody? Penn State and the Fiesta Bowl. Yeah. That's when it last happened. Yep. They were fine. I mean, they, dude, you are talking about a defense that's allowed two touchdowns in the last ten quarters of football. Going back to the Auburn game, then the North Dakota game, and now today's game. Two. That's great. Yeah. That's Final great. thoughts. Dick, you want to go first? Let's keep playing defense. You know, let's improve the kicking game, please. Please, let's improve the kicking game. How do they improve and, the kicking and, game? Well, because um, right t- we, tonight you didn't even need Peyton Henry. I mean, if he could kick an elevation every day, I mean, every kick was a God, touchback. right? He kicked off through the end zone yeah. every single time. You think that's got something to do with the elevation? I think maybe yeah. just a, a little, little bit. bit yeah. But you know what's bit. great? We forgot to compliment Tim Saha. I don't think our kids showed any sign of fatigue from the altitude. Mm. You know, they're playing yeah. at 6,000 feet there. Right. I mean, that's a big difference. It's a great point, man. But our kids yeah. have really yeah. been in shape. Every time we go to Colorado or we go to Utah, our kids are winning, coming down the stretch. The more I watch the defense, I just feel like Ben Burkirvin is. Oh, he's a great he, player. He's the spirit of the defense. I think How that, about that third I think, one stop? I think he's inspirational. I think that, I think that the uh, the – the other players gravitate to his kind of yep. lunch pail mentality. Tevis had a real good game yeah. tonight, too. Tevis Bartlett really made some big plays. Those linebackers. But that, that third down play that BBK just stood the guy awesome. up. Oh, great tackle. Oh, oh, just well, a great tackle right okay. in the hole. Really, it, tur- it turned me on watching. But that's Tim. That, that's Tim right there. I mean, that's just. That's what I'm talking that's just about. How many squats are you going to do all year? But yeah, you're yeah. right, though. You watched that, like the Auburn game. You saw guys that were sucking gas. Yes. And you didn't see that today. No. By UW. Nope. And they were rotating guys in and out. Obviously, they were moving guys around. Jalen was inside. Jalen was outside. I didn't see guys that were about ready to pass out. Totally. Great point. You? Well, that was no picture of flowers out there. That was, uh, uh, <laughs> I, I thought that was just a clunky, kind of chunky game. I, I loved the hitting that Washington was exer- I think that they, they were given opportunities on a silver platter to to demonstrate their physicality, but they did, and they yep. did it uh, uh, smartly. And uh, I just think that they overwhelmed a, a really 
bad offense. I watched that that team, Utah play Weber State oh, this week just yeah. to study for yeah, this. I and, saw and, and, I watched it too. And that, that's why my pregame comments on this 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 quarterback has not impressed. And I thought he was brutal tonight. How did he throw for two ninety six on us last year? He's regret. How did if he I, do if, that? If this is a Utah show. We're talking about how. How, he's falling off a cliff. I asked you. I mean, that's what it is. I had both of you. How the f did this guy throw for almost three hundred on a What? Crazy. I mean, you talk about you talk about Jake regressing. How about this? This maybe guy. he's feeling pressure. Maybe he was playing looser last year. Maybe he's thinking about the NFL. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I what? Buying the Sunday well, ticket? Watching it I'm from the saying, couch? I'm not. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> Sometimes guys he got, they play. He might have to move to wide receiver. <laughs> well, that's what he well, said. He, well, he has zero chance of playing quarterback. Where are his oh, NFL prospects at? Besides watching the well, games on I mean, TV, he, he, it's it's chance that they would draft him as a receiver, but but he wouldn't play it down. He wouldn't play it down in minicamp in in an NFL camp. But no, that guy's so far from no. Hey. I mean, unless unless some miracle happens and he changes what he is right now, right? But uh, right. so I, I thought that the. The uh, the quarterback play was really bad by Utah. Credit Washington for being involved in that and and uh, and helping confuse him. How good is Byron Murphy? Oh man, he is awesome. really good. And you know what he's, else he he's, is? He's probably as good as corner. He's gone. He's gone. He's got about ten games left, and he's out the door. There's no way that guy's coming back. He is sensational. I'll tell that... you what. Their timing that they teach these guys to break up balls the minute they arrive to a receiver is unbelievable. I mean, he's he's special. Yeah, and he's got really great ball skills too. I mean, his ability to go in there and get the ball and knock it out right. at the last. Well, second. there was that. He's just a, a superb corner. No question. I mean, there really was that is. one turnover. Was it Boyd? The guy for you just dropped the ball. He just yeah. flat out dropped it. And how about how about my man JoJo Mack? Can they, is anybody hit harder than this kid? Goodness He's gracious. Gonna and then, well, Taylor, maybe Taylor, Taylor Rapp. Taylor Rapp might maybe. be the only guy that hits harder. I, I love Taylor Rapp, Rapp's agility. I, I would just love to. You know, remember in the Rocky scene when they had to chase the, the, chicken. the chicken around? Right. That guy, Taylor Rapp, he, yeah. he can catch about 28 chickens in t- in 10 minutes. Yep. Yeah, you think no, he could? He's a super really? player. Both those safeties in the corner in two and a half know, minutes. Really? Yeah. And Is Jordan, that Jordan, or do you believe Jordan Miller? He would win a chicken ca- catching contest. You know? I don't know how many how catch, of an area. but he'd win the contest. Yeah. yeah. Well, the best part about that scene is the stinky holy shirt that Rocky was wearing. And then Mickey said, you got to change your shirt. And he says, I, I love it. Brings good luck. And Mickey it just brings flies. Remember that? <laughs> great scene. Uh, yeah, great. But, okay, you know what? but you know what? The passing game's got to get better. Yeah, it does. It does have to get better. Unless, unless this defense is just that special where they are going to just shut people down right and left every single week. And at some point, they're going to get tested. And at some point, they're going to need something more from the offense. There's, uh, there's no doubt that at some point in time, that's going to come. All right, good job. We'll see you guys Tuesday, okay? Yep. Uh, Tyler, good work. Curtis back in the studio. Curtis Crabtree, awesome job, man. Uh, thank you again to everybody for calling in. We will talk to you guys on Monday at 3 o'clock from the Emerald Queen Casino before the Seahawks and Bearsh on Monday Night Football. And then again, don't forget the Honks are back at 3 o'clock on Tuesday as well, recapping this game, looking ahead to ASU, who, by the way, Arizona State, after knocking off Michigan State last Saturday in Tempe, uh, they lose. Uh, they go down to San Diego State, 28-21 final. Uh, so the uh, Dogs and ASU next Saturday, 7.30. That means 4 o'clock pregame from the market. For everybody here at Dino's Pub in Renton, for Lindsay. 
for Vanessa, for the whole crew. Vanessa says, yes, she is single, but she's not going to start dating for at least a year. So don't even bother, guys. We love this place. We'll be back here again at some point for a road show. Uh, big thanks again to everybody showing up here on 950 KJR. We are out. Dogs win 21-7. We'll talk to you Monday at 3 o'clock. Goodbye.